On this episode, we talk about our favorite park and why. Today is August 26, 2022. This is episode 490 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top 10 lists of all sorts. Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey guys! Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic. If you've not done so already, head off to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. Then if you hit that subscribe button, you're going to get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. If you're planning a trip to Disneyland or Walt Disney World, it can be extremely overwhelming, uh, at times just downright frustrating, trying to get those Disney dining reservations. But Mouse Dining removes that frustration, alerting you when they spot availability for your desired restaurant, date, meal, and time. Visit msmfriends.com to use this free service. And then if you're getting ready to plan that next Disney or Universal vacation, looking to go on a cruise or pretty much travel anywhere else in the world, head to MainSTMagicTravel.com and fill out a form for a free quote. Our travel services are completely free to you. We are in full gear. We are less than six months away from our second annual Main Street 16 Challenge Weekend, which will be February 2nd to 5th, 2023. And you can book at the Wyndham Lake Buena Vista Tower for up to 40% off the normal rate, as well as half-priced resort fees. Head to MainStreet16.com to learn more about the weekend. Go ahead and sign up and book your room today. So this will be fun, I think, and interesting. And this came from a listener, Jonathan Mengston. Thank you so much for this. So he suggested doing a poll on social media and then asking people their favorite park, and then we will select ours from different categories. Yeah, so what so we're going to do... Did this. Well, well, go go first, Rhonda, and tell me what is your favorite park? Hollywood Studios. Okay, mine, and and that's right now. We're going with the right now situation because I do think it fluctuates sometimes. Uh, mine right now is Epcot. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and we hope that you enjoyed this episode. No, so what uh-uh. we're gonna do? No, what we're gonna end up doing is I'm gonna go into the polls first, and I'll read a couple comments um, from listeners and social media following and all. Um, we had a great response. Cannot read them all. I just cherry picked a couple. But you're saying Hollywood Studios. I'm saying Epcot. Mm-hmm. In the end, we're gonna go through several categories, and for that specific category, pick our favorite park, and then we'll add up who got picked the most and see if it actually matches off the top of our head what we say our favorite park is. Does that make sense? Sure. All right. Let's start with Facebook. So in a Facebook poll, Magic Kingdom was the winner for favorite park at 42%. Okay. Epcot was in second place at 35%. That's where my vote went. Hollywood Studios. Oh, I didn't vote. I didn't vote. Was I supposed to vote? You didn't. You were supposed to. I'm sorry. Animal Kingdom came in third place at 12%. And then Hollywood Studios dead last at 9%. But Wow. What a variance between the bottom two and the top two. Yeah. I mean, this wasn't even close between that. Um, a, a lot of people, and I'll, I'll read a couple comments. Again, I just picked out. I'm sorry if I don't get a chance to read yours. We had dozens and dozens of comments. This was a great response. Thank you all. Um, mo- a lot of the people picked Magic Kingdom based on the nostalgia. That makes sense. Which I think is extremely, extremely fair. So, for example, Shannon said, I have to go with Magic Kingdom, just the castle, the nostalgia, the overall feeling. But also these days, it's easiest to navigate Magic Kingdom with Genie Plus. 
Agree with you there, Shannon. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, it's got the most ride options. But then she said Epcot for the festivals, the particular rides is a close second. Rachel said, I love Animal Kingdom. It's just an entirely different, more laid back vibe there. The theming there is amazing. I love seeing the animals. And Festival of the Lion King is the best show on property. Joseph said, there's no other feeling in the world than when you're walking down Main Street, USA, turn the corner and see Cinderella's castle at the end. It's the Disney magic. For that reason, I say Magic Kingdom. Epcot a close second for nostalgia and cosmic rewind. Stephanie said, Epcot. With an exclamation mark. She's yelling it. Uh, I love all the different cultures and learning aspect of the park. The festivals pump out some amazing food, and you can't beat drinking around the world. Then finally, uh, Anchel said, Epcot as a kid because it filled my little nerdy soul with facts and information uh-huh. in an immersive, mind-blowing experience that has stayed with me for decades. That should be like a marketing line on Disney's (laughs) website seriously that is so perfectly worded Uh, as an adult it's all about the festivals and drinking around the world I end almost every night that I'm on property at Epcot because it's so chill and beautiful Uh, if you ignore uh, Walcott and the barges in the middle of the lake in short it's my happy place all right out over on Twitter we had a slightly uh, different outcome where Epcot and Magic Kingdom are swapped Epcot came in at 43%. Wow. Second place was Magic Kingdom at 26%. Uh, third place was Animal Kingdom still at 15%. And wow. then Hollywood Studios at 14 I'm really surprised okay. by the Hollywood Studios coming in last because- I am too. There were a lot of comments in, uh, especially under the Facebook one, that simply just said like Star Wars. Ogus Cantina, right. Rise of the Resistance. Like that was their reason for picking Hollywood Studios. So I'm surprised that it came in last. I am too, especially because when we get to our stuff. Right. And you just said it's your favorite. Yeah. So, and I will say I struggle between, I've said I, forever I'm that Animal Kingdom is mine. I'm not going to lie. I struggled between saying Epcot and Hollywood was mine. And obviously, we'll get to that. So go ahead and continue, please. All right. So again, a couple quick comments um, that I selected from Twitter. Uh, Emily said, love all the people watching and food tasting at Epcot. Zach. What's up, Zach? Uh, So obviously, I love MK. But as someone who is out of state, there's always a mission-oriented feeling to being there. MK is almost always a game of maximizing your time. While I think Epcot is my favorite place to be. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, Tim said Hollywood Studios is a great park for people watching and has the best entrance atmosphere over the Mm. other three. One of my favorite spots to hang out with friends is Baseline. And the park has two of my favorite rides in all of Walt Disney World, Rock and Roller Coaster and Rise of the Resistance. Then Come Fly with Amy said, I voted MK, but it changes by the day. LOL. Just depends on what's going on and how I'm feeling. I, I I love all these different answers, and again, nostalgia seemed to reign supreme. 100%. I, I here's here's my take a lot, and and a lot of people simply like I just said they were saying you know uh, Star Wars Ogas. A lot of people simply replied with Cosmic Rewind when they were picking Epcot, um, or our wonderful travel agent uh, Chuck simply just had a GIF posted of Rocket because Epcot's his favorite because of Cosmic Rewind right okay. now. Okay, so. Here's what we're going to do. We've got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I got a bonus, and I might throw one more in here on- You got a bonus. You didn't show me the well, bonus. I, know, I asked I'm not gonna you. See you. I'm not going to let you see it. Well, you already saw it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in a couple extras here, but first, <sighs> we are going to start with what is your favorite park 
If you're strictly going to ride, rides. And I'm going to say Hollywood. Agree wholeheartedly. Really? Yeah, why? Well, because now when I wear my patch, because uh, I can ride more rides at Epcot and I can ride the rides at Hollywood. So I love to ride Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror if I have my patch on, 100%. Um, and then you do have Rise of the Resistance and you have Mickey and Minnie's and I can watch the whole thing if I have my patch on. I, I, I just am like thinking really truly about it. You got Slinky Dog, Alien Swirling Saucers, um, all these rides and I'm trying to think what else. Oh, oh my gosh. Toy Story Mania. One of my favorites to play you in. Um... I'm like, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but Star Tours, like I, I, I love Hollywood for the rides. Yeah. I mean, I think that to me, this is a no brainer. If you're talking strictly rides, it has the highest quality and best rides. I think throughout, like you just said, I mean, work your way around the park counterclockwise in a sense with Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster. you know, um, uh, I'm sorry, Toy Story or Midway Mania, Slinky Dog. Uh, you can say what you want about Smuggler's Run, but still, it is a high-quality ride. It just, I don't think, performs the way that it should. Rise of the Resistance, Mickey and Minnie, Star Tour. I mean, you can't go wrong here if you just want to ride rides. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it falls short in other areas. Why? Uh, because it only shows up one more time on my list. So, oh. And I'll tell you, I went... It shows up a couple times on mine. I'm going to try not to change my mind. Okay. I went rapid fire on these. When wow. I, I went and just looked at it, and the bad. first place that came to mind <laughs> is the park that I picked, and okay. then I changed one. Okay. So while I do believe for myself personally right now, Epcot has the best ride in Cosmic Rewind in all of Walt Disney World, the rest of the park just doesn't match up against the Hollywood Studios. I love Remy. I love Frozen Ever After. Test Track is wonderful. Soren is great, but then it kind of stops there. Um, okay. You know, I do love Grand Fiesta Tour and all, but you're not going to put that up there with the best rides. Well, you like that funny. for nostalgia and just what it is. And that's but. funny because I actually was thinking the same thing. Like I was like, you have Cosmic, you have Remy, you have Soren. Kind of stops there. It I mean, I'll throw kinda... Test Track in it, but we need something new there. Well, and I'm not one to love that ride as much as I do. Yeah. The others. Uh, and you do have um, Frozen, which I do love that. See, oh, yeah. I'll trade out Chess Track for Frozen. For sure. But I just, again, the rides at Hollywood. Hands down. They're more. Yeah. yeah. And and th- this is one, too, where, you know, obviously we'll post this episode on social media and I can go ahead and list these and I would love to hear everybody else's. Yeah. Make your picks for each, not just overall park. All right. We're going to move on to the next category, which is shows slash attractions. And, and, and I put attractions in there. I know a ride is an attraction, but I think of I think of a show as a live show in Indiana Jones, a Finding Nemo. I think of an attraction as a Carousel of Progress, a Philhar Magic. So we're going to lump these together in what is your favorite park for shows slash attractions? Hollywood. Oh, really? Okay. Because I love Frozen Sing Along. Yeah. And Indiana Jones is back at Hollywood. So good. Love it so much. Do we ever get Little Mermaid back? Uh, That's what I was thinking. I was like thinking what else is there as like, I guess, attractions. And I I wish something of a Little Mermaid or something of of an IP, I guess, would go in there. Uh, That'd be amazing. Agreed. Um. 
But I, yeah, I just got to thinking, what do I love to watch? And I love watching the Frozen Ever After, or I mean, excuse me, the Frozen show because of the comic and all the storytelling, all that. And then Indiana's back. So those like, if you were like, all right, all you get to do is watch shows. Where are you going? I'm going to Hollywood. Yeah. You know, I, this was one that I really battled back and forth with specifically because of Indiana Jones, um, as as good as Frozen Singalong still is and will always be, and mm-hmm. they have hired some incredible new improv type cast members and all. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it will ever live up to what it was when Ec- Equity Ben was first oh, at the helm. Hundred percent, but it's still good. It's still very good. Indiana really Jones good. is outstanding. Um, I had to go with Animal Kingdom for the simple fact that the Festival of the Lion King is the best show on property. Okay. And now we have not seen the reimagined Nemo. I, I, if it's anywhere near as I'm good sure. as the original, sure. it's incredible. And then I'm even going to take and put into account, if I'm allowed, Streetmosphere. Over there in Harambe and throughout all the parks over in Asia. I mean, or all the different lands over in Asia, all of that. I mean, I think See, the Streetmosphere in general. I think you're, no, because I think you're skipping that ahead. That goes into something else? Okay. Yeah, I think you're well, skipping. Well, then I'm still, I'm still okay with Festival of the Lion King and Nemo. So you're I'm still AKL. picking. I'm still picking uh, Animal Kingdom. Oh, yes. I said AKL, yeah. like Animal Kingdom Lodge. I also Lodge. love Animal Kingdom Lodge, but yeah, I'm still picking Animal Kingdom. They, you know what they really need is a hoop-dee-doo review uh, Spirit of Aloha style live show done in the way of Lion King at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I mean, if you could turn, amazing. yeah, if you could take almost Boma and give it a hoop-dee-doo makeover with a stage show that revolves around maybe Lion King or something without m- just mimicking Festival of the Lion King. That would be pretty cool. Okay. Um, so let's get on that. All right. Next is theming slash atmosphere. And that's Animal where I was getting Kingdom. a little ahead of myself. Agree completely. Why did that, you pick Animal Kingdom? Because. What I just said. <laughs> because of the theming. Yeah. I mean, everybody calls it a zoo. Whatever. It's I not a zoo. do not agree with you. I completely agree with you. But it is Animal Kingdom. Animal there's so many animals there um i love walking those trails i love like seeing all the animals lion king is very you know big there obviously and and that like you said the streetmosphere oh my gosh when you come into the tree of life and the mccalls and you catch that and 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 this is just this is just walking around. This is not even walk. This is not even going into and doing the Nemo attraction and doing or show and doing the Lion King show. Like again, that to me, if you're like, all right, Rhonda, you get one park, you get to go to, you get to do nothing but walk around and look at things, and then you get to do a couple of shows. Yeah. Animal Kingdom all the way. Yeah. hundred percent. I, I honestly, I don't know if I can add much more to that, really, because you covered it perfectly. It, I mean, to me, it is the most seamless park as well. As you go from land to land, the transition is perfect. You know, uh, you're standing yeah, in Asia and you feel like you're in Asia and you don't really see remnants of any other land. Um, as much as I love Epcot and World Showcase, you can be standing in one country and you're seeing another country, you know, Yeah. which there's no way around that. All right. Magic Kingdom, wonderful transitions from the hub into each individual land and in between, but it's kind of a cutoff point. 
you know, it's a slow, it's a, it's a, it's a quick transition. Right. Whereas I feel like Animal Kingdom has slow transitions. And you're right. If somebody said you're going to go to a park today, you are not going to ride a ride. You are not going to see a show. You're literally going to, literally just going to walk in circles. I'm picking Animal Kingdom. Oh, I started to say. Well, I think, I think the shows should what be helps? like pushed into that. It helps. That's that, that's perfectly <laughs> fine. All right, we're going to move on to food. And we've got a couple categories here, and mm-hmm. I'm going to throw in one at the end. Oh, Lord. We're going to start with what is your favorite park to go to for snack foods? I'm going to say Epcot because 90% of the time now, praise God, they're having a festival. Same. And that's where I'm going with that. I hope that was okay. No, that's exactly why I picked Epcot. <laughs> okay. I'm counting that as snacks. Okay. I mean, it's not a meal. It is a snack. You go, get, you go get two dumplings or something. That's 100%. a snack. So, yeah, I mean, I think because of the festivals and like you said, 90% of the days now, there's a festival running. Right. Um, there's really no more diet Epcot season like there used to be uh, during the summer period. Now that they've extended flower and garden so long and they have started food and wine so early, mm-hmm. I think it is hands down the best just to snack around. And to be honest, even if you wipe the festivals out of the picture and we say, no, you're not allowed because of festivals. You can go into pretty much every single country around World Showcase and get some sort of snack or treat, you know? Oh, that's true. Whether it's I the didn't patisserie. Think that's right. I didn't whether think it, like it that. is um, Carol Cucci, whether it is the like ice creams or it's getting a pretzel yep. in Germany or it's the that pretzel bread pudding that they have now in Germany. Yep. Like the little Africa outpost is always going to have some kind of frozen beverage or something. Uh, or a hot dog or something. I mean, there's, uh, you know, the the refreshment outposts and all there out at the front. There's just, I think it, it wins hands down either way. I feel like you get to the other parks and it's very Mickey pretzel, Mickey ice cream, turkey leg, like Epcot kind of steps out of the realm of that. Um, I mean, the, the maple popcorn in Canada even. So yeah. festivals aside, it still wins. Right. So quick service. What is your favorite park? For quick service. So I actually put Animal Kingdom. Really? I did. Because I'm just trying to think like when we're hungry and we're like, all right, what can we get real quick? I mean, Animal Kingdom, um, Satellite Canteen, like literally yeah. Yeah. has so many different and it's, I really. The Yak and Yeti's good. Oh, Yak and Yeti's phenomenal, but that's. Oh, I well, I mean for the quick, quick service, service one. Yeah. Cause not the sit down portion. Yeah. I forgot what they call it. Uh, Yak, what is it? Yak and Yeti something outpost or whatever yeah. that's really good but i mean i don't i guess quick service wouldn't be considered at the bar but anyways are you do you count the little stands like mr kamal's fries yeah. and smiling crocodile yeah. as that's, do you count those as quick service or yeah. you count that as snack no oh i think i'd put that under snack maybe which i do think puts animal kingdom in the running for snacks though yeah i mean shoot the the uh trilo bites and those buffalo chicken chips oh so good i mean i feel like that's a meal but it's technically a snack yeah um, but man, yeah. but you got Flame Tree, which I feel like takes it down a couple notches. Oh, if nobody doesn't know my dislike it. of Flame Tree, I will say actually, I you love even had it recently. You I can't know. even. I will say one of my favorite things, mo- one of the most refreshing summer entrees you can get in all of Disney property, and I don't know if it's still on the menu because we just don't go to Flame Tree. Was that watermelon and arugula salad? Yeah. Watermelon and arugula salad. Yeah. That was delicious. Um, I went, I went Hollywood Studios. Docking Bay 7, Ronto Roasters, okay. Woody's Lunchbox. I mean, I think those three alone. <laughs> That's funny. Would, was that in your thoughts? It's, no, but it's my next one. So you picked table service. You picked 
Hollywood Studios. Yes. Why? Really? Because of sci-fi, which has been great. We've always enjoyed it. It's so fun. Um, Because of Hollywood Brown Derby for... I should switch that. Hollywood Brown Derby for one. Sci-fi for two. And actually, I I know we haven't done it because... Our kids are now older, but Hollywood and Vine was fantastic. We really enjoyed it. We really, we really enjoyed did. it. Yeah. Uh, we could maybe try it again one day, but I really- We've always liked Mama Melrose, even. And Ma- but primetime. Yeah. That was super good. We were trying to eat healthy, and now that we're eating healthy all the way time- ugh, Excuse me. All the time here. I want to go back to primetime. Yes. Let's do it. Let's get some- I'm going to get some meatloaf. Some fried chicken. Yep, you get fried chicken. Something. Like, Yes. While we're talking Hollywood Studios, I totally would be remiss if I didn't mention the ABC commissary for my quick service because when they changed that menu, yeah. it, it's it shot up there, I think, to one of the top five quick services on property. That is um, good. I think Connections Cafe is number one now. We might have to do a new like quick service ranking or something okay. because now that Connections is there. Uh, you know, man, I I picked Epcot for my table service. Really? Even though we had Coral Reef to go. It was outstanding. We have loved Rosen Crown. Spice Road Table is one of my absolute favorites. I actually enjoy Nine Dragons, and the girls has, have always uh-huh. loved it. Yeah. Via Napoli for yeah. pizza and some okay. apps and stuff. Outstanding. Uh, I'm going to put Tutto Gusto on the table service side. I True. know it's not traditional, True. but True. Uh, okay. even Tutto Italia, we we enjoyed. Very Thought it was good. good. Very I just good. think it has the most like okay. options. Um, gets taken down a notch too by Beer Garden, but that's a whole other episode Jeremy. that we already did. I'm going to throw a bonus one at you, and I want you to write down who you pick so we can keep track. Uh, bars slash lounges. What is your favorite park to go to? Do, do you know like off the top of your head? Because I'm going straight for Animal Kingdom. Probably Hollywood. Hollywood? Hollywood Brown Hollywood Brown Derby. Uh, well, Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge. Baseline. Baseline. Okay. So you're going to go there. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go Animal Kingdom. I mean, Nomad. Nomad. Even Yak and Yeti. I'm going to count the, the bar, the walk-up bar. Yeah. Um, I'm going to count even Dawa. Thirsty River I love. Dawa I love. So I think Animal Kingdom was a no-brainer for me. So you noted yours because we're going to count. I, I hope we don't lose power. I know y'all heard that one. Oh. Florida is savage in the summer. Yeah. I have had at least multiple. At least these storms are back on time. We were getting them at like 7 p.m. recently. Yeah, but I've also had multiple people. And apparently um, a client told me because of the heat in Florida right now and stuff, multiple houses, multiple things are being struck. Oh, I bet. I bet. And they are not being struck, but one time it was struck and then they they lost everything. That went up in flames. That's awful. So yeah, let's yeah. Keep your fingers crossed for us. It's too late now because <laughs> you're listening to this twenty four hours later. All right. What is your favorite park? I don't know why I'm gonna ask this question. What is your favorite park to drink at? Epcot. Yeah. Hands down. I mean festivals. Yeah. Rose and Crown. Right. Tuta Gusto. Yep. Marco. Yep. Nope. I'm not. I don't drink wine. I know. I but don't I, drink wine from I, Marco I, anymore. Yeah, I'm not after kidding. the forty-eight dollar <laughs> glass. I'm sure he would make you a mixed cocktail. Um, I, I mean, I think again, festivals alone win. If we're not counting festivals, I think Hollywood Studios can make a play 
their their margarita flight in the uh, martini flight at Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge. Baseline is wonderful. Oga's Cantina. I was just gonna I say think, back. I think to Hollywood can definitely. I would like to like yes, I love Baseline, but I would love to go just chill out in Oga's as well. We have not been in there in I so know. long. We need to go back. I'll, maybe I'll look. I'll hit up. I'll do mouse dining um, for next weekend. And maybe okay. see if I can find a time. I'm gonna have to do it for like 30 people though, so I don't think it's gonna work. People. We've got a lot of folks there next weekend, by the way. Um, anybody who's gonna be in the parks Labor Day weekend, uh, let us know. We'd love to say hello. We are gonna be rolling deep though. It's gonna be a blast. Um, I'm excited. I, I'm excited for our Topolino's uh, dinner. <clears throat> We've got a Wonderland crew Topolino's dinner. That's gonna be really fun. All right, <clears throat> what is your favorite? I think that's pretty much covers drink, right? I mean, I think that's what most people would say. Epcot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What is your favorite park to go and just relax? Hollywood, actually. Really? Yeah. Why? I just, I feel, I feel relaxed there and I feel like it. you don't have to walk. Like, I feel like I'm not at one end it and I'm like, feels so oh small. God, I got to walk all the way back over here, mm-hmm. like at Epcot. If we're at Epcot and I'm like, all right, we're at Canada and I'm like, oh, I want to go to Frozen because I want my yeah. lotion or my perfume. Like, I'm like, that's a long walk, man. Yeah. And I know you can take the boat, but we still, and we, we just walk because, you know, we just try to exercise and whatnot. So, I don't know. I just, I feel relaxed at Hollywood. You know, we walk in and, you know, we go sit at Baseline for a little bit and people watch and enjoy that. And then, you know, we can just go sit over at Hollywood Brown Derby area yeah. and chill out there. No, I agree. I, I mean, I don't down yeah. those shops and yeah, I just Hollywood is tiny now that I really think I about it, but I, I just, I don't know. I just do. I think I feel relaxed there for sure. Yeah. Um, I want animal kingdom. I, I think it's just so chill. Like we okay. were talking about earlier, if there's a park that you're going to go to and not really do anything. Yeah. It's Animal Kingdom for me. I could go ahead and sit outside, you know, under the cover at a table with friends at Dawa Bar for hours on end. I could sit on a couch at Nomad Lounge for hours on end. Um, I could, yeah, again, hit up the the bar at Yak and Yeti or something like that or just walk around. To me, it is so relaxing to walk the trails and see the animals. And it's something you can just slow down and just watch. Yeah. And so for me, that's super relaxing. Um, even again, the street atmosphere that we talked about mm-hmm. just to chill and watch all of that, I think is wonderful. And it just, I don't know, it has a calming like effect on me in that park. I don't feel like I have to go, go, go there ever. Yeah. Like magic kingdom is top of the stress anxiety level. Animal kingdom is way down at the bottom. And I think Epcot and Hollywood studios kind of fit in between. Okay. Um, all right. What is your favorite park to go to? If all you're doing is shopping magic kingdom. You know, that's what I originally had, and then I switched it. Why, oh, why, why did you, you pick Magic Kingdom? Because I, I went straight to Emporium, Okay, which I, I love. So did I. Here's the reason why. Because I feel like when there's new stuff, if there's something you really want, you need to go to Magic Kingdom. You might be lucky if it's at Hollywood or Epcot or Animal Kingdom, yeah. but honestly, it's at Magic. And I love just going in the Emporium. You go down that, you start in the one and. And you go all the way down and then you go across the street if you want some like jewelry or Pandora or um, some designer bags. So, 
Yeah, I, I had Magic Kingdom at first because really my mind went to Main Street and then oh, I started thinking sorry. about what? And, I, and Memento Mori. Like, I, holy moly. That's tough to beat. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I ended up uh, switching to Epcot. And I think Creations is awesome. I miss Mouse Gears. I loved Mouse Gears on a nostalgic level. Okay. But Creations is outstanding. Okay. I absolutely love it. You can find most anything you want there. It feels new school. Emporium feels old school. Uh, I, I just, I love, I'm not going to buy anything almost ever from them, but I love all the little different shops in every single country around World Showcase. Okay. I, I just, I love that you can go to, you know, uh, the United Kingdom and there's Beatles shirts and soccer stuff and, yeah. and you know, Alice in Wonderland or whatever. And then you can go into uh, France and you've got Paris. Belle and, and all and, of that. And, and you... that's things like, too, you need to go check out because a lot of times there are like things that you won't find anywhere else either. Yeah. So and, and I often I mean, throughout this entire thing, I feel like Epcot is almost at an unfair advantage because of the festivals. But as you basically mentioned earlier, they're a permanent fixture now. So they're part of the park. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, well, that doesn't count. You could, And the shopping during the festivals is some of the best ever. And it changes every single year. Oh, yeah, that's so true. So I think true. you 100% can include the festivals. I, I, you oh, know, I don't okay. think you have to say, well, the festival doesn't count. Yeah, it does. They're there all but about four or five weeks out of the year now. It is a permanent fixture. And the okay. only reason they're not 365 is because they need at least a week to transition. <laughs> I wouldn't shock me at some point if they're pulling a Halloween to Christmas type thing and they're converting a booth overnight or oh something. My goodness. Like it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me at all. So definitely think Epcot there. All right. What is your favorite park? And I think this is kind of a tough one because I don't think it's forefront in most people's minds sometimes for the music. I'm gonna say Magic Kingdom. I said the same thing. I had to look. I said the same thing. <laughs> um, I say it because I don't know if it's because we did Keys to the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. This is the only part I'll talk about. Well, have we talked about him before? I, I can't remember. It's been so long. I know. but I want to do that again. I know. Um, but I'll talk about this part where I don't feel like it's too much of a spoiler. Um, it's super cool because when you're walking in Magic Kingdom, literally... It said, like, they have said, like, notice as you're walking from um, the hub to Tomorrowland how you hear music and then it changes into a tomorrow spacey like stuff. Notice how you're walking from the hub and you're walking into Adventureland and it turns into adventure music. Yeah. And, and subtly, it's not it just. Does. It does. It, it literally mixes. It does. And it's amazing. And I'm like, holy moly. So I think just Magic Kingdom, just that all the music all around, wherever you are, I just, I don't know, I just love it. I Because I, I think maybe I notice it there. I unfortunately don't think I notice it um, at the rest of the parks. Yeah. I, I try to notice, but yeah. I agree. Uh, everything you just said, again, I think that's one of those you just so perfectly put it, uh, especially with that transition. Like, I'll never forget that we were walking from the hub into Adventureland and they were like, notice it. Even the colors. Yeah. The way that the colors Super subtly cool. change. And I know mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with music. That would be more of our theming atmosphere. And Magic Kingdom could certainly win on theming and atmosphere. Oh, 100%. I mean, hands down. But yeah, just the way that they transition you and your brain doesn't notice that the music is changing mm-hmm. right in front of your ears. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's just 
unbelievable. Yeah. Um, all right. So the last one that we had on our list, and then I've got two two ones more I'm going to throw at you, is which park do you feel or you want to go to for the best uh, intellectual property, IP, representation? Magic Kingdom. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, come on. Princes, princesses, princesses, all the different. I mean, even now you've got Fantasy Pirates of the Land, Caribbean, which didn't Pir- start as an IP. It mm-hmm. now is. Mm-hmm. Haunted Mansion didn't start as an IP. It was an original concept. It now is an IP. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, Tron's coming. Yep. Um, it still has some originals and things like Tomorrowland Speedway and Space Mountain and all. But I just think that, and here I'll throw a bonus at you because I think they do the best. Where do you think is the best park or your favorite park for character meet and greets? Because I'm going to say Magic Kingdom for mine. Yeah, um, it, it well, it depends on your characters. Well, then, then that's up to you. I mean, this is this is you, not not what is the best for everyone or which has I'm the trying most to think, or I whatever. Loved, but I loved meeting um, Frozen, um, Elsa and Anna. Yeah, and you know you've got. Donald in. Yeah. You can usually catch Snow White. You can catch Belle. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can catch Mickey and Minnie at Epcot. I just, I think you get the most. And, and what wins hands down for me, and I don't know how often they do it if they do it all anymore, was meeting Stitch by the flagpole. And he took. Uh, I forget which one of the girls see, had a Stitch. We don't know. And yes, I love and, that. Like, I love that. And, but and you get Peter Pan that kind of roams around a little bit all the time. I mean, we don't get. First of all, the best park is Avengers Campus. So the best land is Avengers Campus, but we don't have that here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, for me, it's Magic Kingdom. So is that what you're picking or you're picking Epcot? Because you got to write it down because we've got to count at the All end. All right. I think I'm going to do Epcot just because like Stitches, I haven't seen Stitches forever at Magic Kingdom. And yeah. Then I'll just pick Typhoon Lagoon because you can see him there yep. for sure. He's the only one, but I would pick him. All right. I have one more uh, I'm going to throw at you. Okay. What is your favorite park during the holidays? Holidays. I mean, and, oh, and do we want to talk? Gosh. Do we want to talk from, you know, uh, Halloween and Christmas, or do we just want to talk Christmas? Because I think it changed. I mean, Magic Kingdom is the best collectively for both Halloween and Christmas. But when you get to strictly Christmas, I think Hollywood Studios wins. I was just gonna say Christmas Hollywood give it to me because of. The Tower of Terror and that whole section and then Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to say Christmas alone. Christmas alone. And Hollywood Studios beats both. And this feels like blasphemy. Both Halloween and Christmas at Magic Kingdom. No, it doesn't. You don't think so? No. Gosh, You're stuck to Main Street. Mm. For the most part, you're stuck to Main Street. Whereas at... At Hollywood Studios, you get the entire Sunset Boulevard, you get the entire Hollywood Boulevard, you get Toy Story Land, you get all throughout that area outside of Brown Derby Lounge where they put those little porcelain dolls. Like, I just think that, yeah, when they do Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, it's incredible. I I just, and again, parties aside. All right, well then. Parties aside. Then Hollywood needs to step up and decorate for um, Halloween. I, I wish they would. That'd be amazing. Imagine Halloween on Sunset Boulevard. That'd be amazing. Do projection shows with, you know, Jack and Sally and mm. all that stuff on the Tower of Terror. God, that'd be amazing. That would be an awesome way to step it up. All right. So we got to tally up now. Did and you say Hollywood or what did you pick I'm saying the holidays? Ho- I'm still saying Hollywood. 
And I'm saying you can't count the party. If you count the parties, Magic Kingdom just absolutely destroys Hollywood Studios in every single way. But we for, can't count the parties? Uh, I don't think right, we are. Then I'm going to say Hollywood. Do we count the parties? I don't know. I, I let, Let's see if it makes a difference in the end, right? All right. So, Rhonda, I would like for you to count up, and I will count up. Um, how many times did you pick Magic Kingdom? I picked it for three One, different two, ones. Three. Three. You picked three. Okay. How many times did you pick Epcot? Because I'm at... I'm at four. One, two, three. Three? How many times did you pick Hollywood Studios? One, two, three, four, five, All right. six. Okay. I'm at three for that. And then finally, how many times did you pick Animal Kingdom? One, two, two, three, four. Two. Two. You are 100% correct in your initial saying that Hollywood Studios is your favorite park because you picked it for six of our categories. Yep. Uh, Second is a tie for you for Epcot and Magic Kingdom, and dead last is Animal Kingdom. Okay. Now, I wasn't wrong for me, but I tied for first place, and mine actually, I love all four parks equally, basically. Okay. Because- I picked Epcot four times. I picked Animal Kingdom four times. Okay. I picked Magic Kingdom three times, and I picked Hollywood Studios three times. So I'm pretty even as far as this goes across the board. I would still say right now, like in my heart, I feel like Epcot is my favorite, and yeah. definitely Cosmic Rewind is leading that. Right. Um, it also seems to be the most accessible for our trips often, so we go there the most. I mean, next weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we have reservations for Epcot all three days, simply in hopes of riding cosmic rewind each of those days right and we'll certainly hop but i I wouldn't mind trying to work in um animal kingdom on one of those days hopping to animal kingdom that would be nice it would would maybe sunday or something like that but uh we do have an awesome trip coming up next week and we're staying at the swan for really technically the first time yeah Um, i slept on a couch there once when my brother was down there for an event but we haven't really fully enjoyed it. So we're going to be at the Swan. Uh, we got dinner at Topolino's. We're going to do a pool day. We're going to be hitting Epcot a lot. We're going to be doing a lot more food and wine. If you want to um, catch any of this on live, you can go to wonderlandcrew.com. Yes, go ahead. That is our Patreon group. You can check that out. Uh, also, we are in full preparation. Uh, we are so excited to be one of the vendors at DizCon, which is happening on September 30th and October 1st. Uh, you can go out to the Give Kids the World site. If you actually go to gktw.org backslash DizCon, that's D-I-S-C-O-N, you can find out about all the wonderful vendors all of the wonderful celebrities, the panels. Is that the Little um, Mermaid? That is. Jody Benson will be there. She'll be on a panel. You can get a one-day convention pass for either Friday or Saturday. They're $60 each, or you can get a two-day pass for $100. Uh, there are some other special tickets like VIP. They're also doing an after-hours. VIP. Babe, we're going to do VIP. We are not going to do VIP. It is a little above our uh, pay grade. But if you would like to go see what that entails, please go look. Um, Then on Saturday night, and we are looking to do this. We are hoping we're going to have an opportunity to do this. Uh, They have an Epcot after hours party. That is the 40th anniversary of Epcot on that exact day. Uh, This ticket is $199.99, and $80 of that goes directly to Give Kids the World. So helping out there. You're going to get admission to Gardens of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, Test Track, and Mission Space. There's exclusive entertainment at World Discovery. Character meet and greets. Character meet and greets, including announced today, Star-Lord and Gamora. 
enhanced dessert offerings. And as I said, each ticket purchase includes an $80 tax deductible donation to give kids the world. Um, so go ahead and check that out. We would love to see you there. At our booth, we will have limited edition Be Nice to Cast members uh, shirts on sale for only 20 bucks, and they'll actually have our logo on the back, small, uh, right between the shoulder blades there. So you can come out, you can get that. You can see there's so many awesome vendors out there um, that you'll want to check out. And again, the celebrity guests, the panels, and Rhonda, where is it being held? Like this was, this is destiny. This is fate for us. Jeremy's favorite resort. Coronado Springs. So even super excited about that. Um, we'll actually be playing or staying at the Town Place Suites in Flamingo Crossing uh, just because it, it made a little bit more sense uh, to stay there three That's nights. Cheaper. It, it was much, much cheaper. Um, but there are some new deals that were just announced for coming up all the way through December 25th for resort stays. Ooh, Everywhere that's from us. 15 to 25 percent off uh, for pass holders and such. So reach out to Chuck at MainSTMagicTravel.com. Subscribe for new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And as always, we would be so very thankful if you could leave us a rating and review. Because it'll help our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.